0: Yeah. It is Friday, April 16th here in Shark Studios in Rochester, New York. Welcome to the 31st Quick Hit Pod in our Dynasty Prospect Scouting Report series. I'm your host, Matt Schaff. With me, as always, is Jared Smola. You can now find 37 rookie scouting reports on DraftSharks.com. Every one of those is free to read. They will keep coming right up until the NFL draft, which is getting pretty close at this point. You can check out all of these accompanying podcasts on the Draft Sharks YouTube channel, as well as any of our podcast feeds. We're going back to back ACC wideouts on here. Yesterday it was UNC's Deami Brown. Today it's Florida State receiver Tamarion Terry. Jared, coming off your second vaccine shot yesterday afternoon, are you sure that you're not feeling too sluggish to keep up with the big guy?
1: I'm feeling fine. I hope the I hope the vaccine worked because I you know, I feel completely normal. So um, yeah. So Terry was a uh, four star recruit coming out of high school. He was a top fifty wide receiver in the 2017 recruiting class. Had plenty of offers from big time programs, including Florida, Georgia, Auburn, Old Miss. Chose Florida State, though. He took a redshirt in 2017. 2018, though, he led the Seminoles with eight receiving scores. His 744 receiving yards were tied for the team lead. Also set a new Florida State freshman record. Uh, He accounted for 23% of Florida State's receiving yards, 40% of the touchdowns, and averaged 21.3 yards per catch that season. That was fifth best in the nation among players with at least 30 catches. Numbers climbed uh, across the board in 2019 as a redshirt sophomore. 60 catches for 1,188 yards and nine touchdowns. That was good for 16th in the country as far as receiving yards go. He easily led Florida State in all three of those categories. accounted for 22% of the team's catches, 31% of the receiving yards, 38% of the receiving touchdowns. Was a big play machine again, averaging 19.8 yards per catch in 2019 had six touchdowns of 60 plus yards that season this past year, though didn't go nearly as well for Terry as those first two seasons there was a new coaching staff at Florida State and he got off to a slow start with just six catches over his first three games had a big week four for Florida State against Notre Dame nine catches 146 yards and a score in that game but then he needed arthroscopic surgery on his left knee In mid-October, he missed the next two games, caught just two balls in his one game back from that knee surgery, and then he left the team after reportedly having multiple run-ins with that new Florida State coaching staff, and that was it for his career. (laughs) <laughs> multiple run-ins i would love to know I- exactly what that is but uh we'll we'll leave that for
0: later and for his nfl team was a basketball player as well in high school played both ways in football linebacker safety and corner started the full season at corner as a senior in high school that's according to dane brugler's draft guide which uh, is worth at least a one month subscription to the athletic by the way if you haven't seen it yet the early breakout from tamarion taylor's nice but that's kind of countered by the fact that he redshirted for a year. He's now 23. So the redshirt freshman breakout came at age 20. The big 2019 came at age 21. You know, that's a lot different than doing those things at 18 and 19. He might have been a better prospect if he had entered last year's draft instead.
1: Yeah, it seems that way. I remember hearing his name during, uh, you know, the 2019 college football season of, you know, him being a pretty big time prospect. Getting to the tape here, um, you know, He's big and fast. He's 6'3", 207 pounds, ran a uh, 4'4", 5'40 at his pro day. And, you know, that's mostly how he won at Florida State. He was just bigger and faster than a lot of the college defensive backs that he faced. Can win deep with that speed. I think he's a pretty good ball tracker. He's good in contested situations. Also, pretty good after the catch. I wouldn't say great. You know, he, again, that combination of size, power, speed, shows some elusiveness after the catch. So he can make, make plays for you there. The bad, a large chunk of his catches at Florida State, at least that I saw, were either screens or deep balls. You know, not not much in between. And really, he's not, he's not a good route runner on, you know, the short and intermediate stuff. He struggles changing direction. He struggles getting in and out of his breaks. You know, that was kind of confirmed at his pro day. He had a 22nd percentile three cone time a sixth percentile short shuttle time. You know, those are drills that that measure a guy's agility and, you know, start-stop ability. I don't want to make this comparison, but his testing results were sort of similar to DK Metcalf, you know, big, fast in a straight line, but struggles changing in directions. I don't, you know, Terry isn't nearly as strong of a prospect. I didn't even see, you know, that much similarity between them on tape. You know, just th- that's kind of how he tested. So it was sort of a one-dimensional receiver at Florida State with most, most of his stuff just coming downfield.
0: Yeah, substandard agility in testing, as you mentioned, a low-level vertical as well. You know, all of that matters a little bit less because he is tall and fast. But once we get to a certain point in both the NFL draft and our rookie drafts, I mean, we are splitting hairs between these guys. So that's a significant hair to split if you're deciding between him and somebody else. It's also kind of the limitation that we said with Deami Brown yesterday, where you saw deep stuff. You saw short stuff and then he's kind of lacking the in-between stuff. And maybe that points to a lower overall ceiling at the NFL level. 2019 though, he averaged 58 yards on his nine touchdown catches that led the country according to NFL.com. So he certainly got that to his game played both outside and inside at Florida state, but he looks to me like he's pretty strictly an outside guy for the NFL to that end you know, the mock draftable comps include some names of guys who have succeeded and have shown their talent at the NFL level. It includes Michael Floyd, whose name always makes me shudder at this point, but, (laughs) you know, was a talented player at least. It includes Gabriel Davis, who was, of course, a fourth round pick of the Bills last year. Similar college production at UCF, gave us exciting flashes as a rookie, has some people excited about his future. Then, of course, the Bills went out and signed Emmanuel Sanders to play ahead of him for 2021. So, I think that starts to get to the NFL and fantasy outlook for Tamarion Taylor. What do you have for that section?
1: Yeah, I think the Floyd and Davis comps make sense to me. Um you know, again, as you mentioned Davis was a fourth rounder, I think Terry, you know, to me should land in similar range. The, the difference between, you know, Davis and Terry specifically, Davis was super young as an incoming rookie. You mentioned Terry already 23 years old. So, you take the advanced age that poor agility on tape and in the testing. I, I'm I'm not very optimistic that he's going to like become a better route runner at the NFL level and, you know, be a complete wide receiver. That said, you know, big fast guys are never bad bets if you get to the later rounds of your dynasty rookie draft. So I, I do think Terry has some upside, you know, again, sort of like with De'Ami Brown. I mean, I think you want him to land in a vertical offense with a big armored passer because that's where he's going to, you know, make his hay at the NFL levels on those downfield shots. And you probably want him to land with a good coaching staff,
0: even more so than you know, many other receivers in the class. I, I think Tamarion Taylor is himself and is a type that it's fine to take a shot on the upside later in the draft, as long as you don't let yourself fall in love with the prospect and take him too early. That's when you can get into trouble. Some of the other comps I saw, Mike Renner had Marques Wilson, um, <laughs> the former bear who, you know, had some early flashes in his career and then just disappeared. Lance Zierlein says uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Dane Brugler also came up with the MVS comp, but said he has, quote, upside to be a more dynamic version of MVS. So, I mean, you know, that's what you can bet on in, say, round four of a rookie draft. If you go any, any earlier than that, then... There's more bust potential to the pick. It's worth noting too. You mentioned the knee scope on his left. He also had meniscus surgery on his right knee the year before. Mm -hmm. So you don't like a 23 year old who's already had surgery on both knees. Do like the upside again, as long as you're not going too early. I think you know there's there's some stuff to like here.
1: Tamari on Terry. We got we got to work on that with you. I think you've you said Taylor twice already.
0: There you go. (laughs) Tamari on
1: Terry. So
0: it, it, if you can't say his name, then it's probably even a better signal that you shouldn't be drafting.
1: Let's go with Tamarion. It's another another sweet name. Plenty pl- plenty of good names in this wide receiver class. Right, it is a packed name class. We got more to come. But for now, you can head over to
0: com if you want to see the full scouting report on Tamarion Terry. While you're there, check out the 36 other prospect scouting reports as well. Check back for more right up until the NFL draft. As I've mentioned, they're all free to read, but if you become a DS insider, you can see where all these guys land in our dynasty rankings. Most of them are in there already. They will, of course, move as we get NFL homes. They will all land in our rookie rankings. We'll be having a version of those right before the NFL draft. We'll update those, of course, after the NFL draft when we have landing spots to add. We have our 2021 projections up on the site. Those are, of course, living throughout the spring and summer. The MVP draft board is ready to help you draft in any league right now. So become a DS insider. Go to DraftSharks.com to find all that. You can also find us on Twitter. We are at DraftSharks. Jared is at SmolaDS. I am at SchaufDS. It's S-C-H-A-U-F. For Jared Smola and the rest of the draft Sharks crew, I'm Matt Schauf. saying thanks so much for swimming with us.